Hey, it's Jillian Barbary for another episode of Ask Jillian with my friend Lizzie as always. Hi, everybody. Uh, this is sort of interesting, Liz. We've never done this before. But it's necessary. It is necessary. Time. Yeah. Yeah, because of you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a recap of our Kate Del Castillo and Jessica Maldonado podcast simply because Kate brought in her tequila and let's just say I partook. We're going to take a little ownership that maybe what it wasn't as clear as uh, it could have been due oh. to uh, tequila. So, yes. So Kate brought her. She has an honor brand of tequila and she brought a bottle over. We had done what? One before with Lauren Savon. Yes. Now understand that because I had already done an episode with Lauren Savon, had indulged in wine before. Then I have the tequila. Now you can't mix tequila when no. you're with those women. There's you no fucking way. You can't really mix regardless. I mean, well, you could do like, there's like so many great tequila drinks, but not with these cabronos. No, They're know. like, it's like straight up, bitch, on the rocks. I'm like, may I have a little lime, please? No. So you have to, and Here it is it. a smooth tequila, it's but fabulous. Jeez, yeah. But I was saying you can't mix your drink. So to start off with no. wine, now pretty much you <laughs> guys stick with wine. So that we had had you know, oh, great podcast, Lauren Savon. Let's have a glass but of wine. But you didn't have you didn't have wine, wine in between. Like you were setting up and doing. I don't you think were doing that I other did, things. but I did. Of course, you know, we all sat down and we did partake in the tequila. And oh, um, I have the bottle, and I showed it at the beginning of the episode. If you go on, ask Jillian, you're <laughs> going to see how much was left between us. And I'm going to say you hardly drank any. I'm going to say it was me and Kate the whole time. Well, I don't need to drink a lot of tequila to feel buzzed either because that was the other thing. I mean, tequila is strong. So if you're drinking it straight up, holy macaroni. So, <laughs> and Kate is such a fascinating woman with really so many facets of her so life. Many stories. That we were trying to get through them. So, but I was too fucked up to get through everything. Uh, yeah, that's a very direct way of saying it. Yes. <laughs> So Kate is so awesome. And her friend Jessica was here as well. So Jessica Maldonado is a friend of Kate's, but she also has formed Cholowood. So that's a production company that mm -hmm. they do with... Um, Endemol. Endemol. Exactly. Thank you. I felt like our entire podcast was a telenovela. <laughs> we were it was. All over. It was convoluted. It was all over. There was drama. At one point, because I kept trying to get it back on track, and man, you had had it with me trying to keep it back oh, on track. I? I think you said... You were like, shut up. Oh, God. <laughs> and I was like, what was I trying to keep it on track to? Nothing? Probably. <laughs> no. A highway to nothing. And you were like, okay, the let's bring Grand it back. Prix back to nothing. <laughs> I don't even <laughs> know. But I mean, it was so much fun because also we don't typically do podcasts late at night. And so that led to it as well. Yes. So the whole vibe that was very loungy, relaxy. Yes. I don't know the, to the point that I got Blotto. I just remember enjoying <laughs> her tequila. Okay, fuck you, Liz. No, Before no. we get to the picture. No, no. So I'm drinking the tequila and I remember God, God I don't even really drink you, a lot of tequila. It was like a this glass so of smooth. wine level. It was so big, your oh, glass of tequila. I know. I don't know how to, I, I don't, I don't know how to pour it. I remember I came out with my pour and you guys were all like, what the fuck? <laughs> it was like a, basically a goblet of tequila yes. and on, I believe on ice, but it was huge. And even Kate was like, damn sister, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? It's not meant to be drank. Like, you, like, is this your first day at the rodeo? You okay. idiot. There was a moment where in the middle of the word, you hiccuped, and that was it. I could not control it anymore. I just started laughing and was like, and then done. People have to go. We go so far back. We've had some crazy <laughs> nights, 
And usually, I think we touched on it with uh, one of our podcasts. But. Yes. But I will say mm-hmm. this. You have a tendency, you know, you're a little older than me, not by much, but it's like, we will switch roles where it will be all of a yeah. sudden, like I'm the annoying older sister or something. You will glare at me and get so annoyed at me because I'm trying even even I'm, that even I've done that even when like back because Liz always wants what's best for me god bless and so she will tell me after so many you're not going to do this D- please think twice about this way back from when I went to Spain with my ex-husband and we wanted to get married on the fly you were like why now to uh like anything like you know t- just stop and slow down and I'm always like what like making out with that time and you pulled my hair and I was like oh. who did that and you turn around I'm the only one standing there and like <laughs> who pulled my hair and I'm like ah and you had such a look of you're like she ran away like, what a bitch she ran that way I think she had red hair I was so scared but even during the podcast when I was trying to keep her on track I'm like let's get back to that wait I'm not sure what that I look over and you are glaring at me like you are because you're just like God because you thought you just want to move along right or you thought you were being clear oh well that's even worse you at one point when Kate talks about her lawsuit with the Mexican government I think you went into an orgasmic state we're like yes (laughs) yes yes and I'm going what is happening so I can't even look at you. No, I mean, you're <laughs> like, what are you having an orgasm over the government, I mean, over Mexico, we, over what? what we can be thankful that in our early days, that cell phone video and even photos were not as prevalent as they are today. So there's a lot less oh, evidence. Oh, you already showed me the video. So I go to Liz. Oh, what do you guys have p- pictures of the night? She goes, Oh, do we? And there's a. I don't know if you show me. You're like you're flat out on your back on the couch. <laughs> I was like, this is Jillian at every, whenever I get really over the edge and I'm done, I'll literally look at everybody and be like, peace out motherfuckers. And I walk away and I go to bed. And this has happened more than once. It's happened many times where I just say I'm done and everyone else is left to go, where'd she go? Or they continue thinking I went to the bathroom and then I never come back. True. But I also will say you were one of the first people I ever met that did a high protein lifestyle yeah. diet. Oh yeah. For forever. Which, you know, lack of carbohydrates, which absorbs alcohol. So it's like you get carbo crazy. So way back when it's like, yeah, if you have no carbohydrates, two glasses of wine, you're like out of your gourd. Mm. And this is back when someone had to always be the like responsible sober driver, get us home. Oh, sadly that was always you or my husband. You yeah. Know, it would Mark be like a tag would. team. Yeah. Yeah. And now, you know, you can always sort of plan like, oh, I'm going to get home safely through Lyft or Uber or all the ride shares. And so in a lot of ways, especially when it became really prevalent, because Uber, the first time I ever used it was in New York. It wasn't in L.A. yet. And when it came to L.A., it was only in the city. It wasn't coming out to the suburbs. Sure, it was like five years ago. Right. And then when it came to the suburbs, holy macaroni. Uh I mean, it was like a free for all because, yeah, you go, it's going to cost me $5, $12 to get home. Why would I ever drive again? And even now that they surge rates and all that, it's still amazing service. My favorite was when the California legislature, they all shot it down and then they went out drinking that night. You know the story? No. Yeah, three, three of them got DUIs. It's fucking fantastic. <gasps> they were the ones who were like, no, because they like to regulate everything. Because when you regulate, you can make money. And so they're in bed with the taxi cabs and they were like, we don't want this Uber. Oh, mass serial killers are going to murder you. They, they were putting all this shit out there. So they don't, they, they get something that's not passed that day in legislature and they all go out to party to celebrate 
and they get pulled over for a drunk driving. That's my, crazy. one of my favorite stories ever. Yeah. That's like, fuck you. That is literally instant irony. Yeah. That is crazy. It's instant karma. Is what it is, really. True. But, you know, so I, Kate goes on the red carpet. I see her. She's incredible. For bad boys. For bad boys three. And by the way, she's also the type that um, I, we've been out many times, many, many times over our 12 years of friendship. Uh, late nights, early mornings, I crash at her place. She crashes here. What I've noticed about her is, and it took me about six years to catch on because I'm quick. And I go to her, you know what, bitch, you never have a hangover. I said, cabrona, what the fuck? Like, I'll wake up with throbbing. We're partying, we're dancing. I'm, you know, drinking red, I'm mixing white. And she goes, oh, you've never noticed. No, I only drink, this is before she had her tequila brand on her. Uh, she said, I only drink um, tequila on the rocks. I said, well, I, I guess I noticed, but I just never really thought about it much. I see her with her little glass and white uh, or the rocks and the clear liquid um she said no that's that's all i ever drink i don't mix it with anything i will have the odd glass of wine which she does but nothing to she never a never gains weight b never has a uh, hangover and c always can recount everything whereas opposed to like i'll wake up and be like oh shit i'm like girlfriend i messaged her i go did i say goodbye to you and she's like i love you i love you amiga I'm like, oh, which shit. is no. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit. And then I message Jessica. I'm like, Amiga, I don't know that I said goodbye to you guys. You I never worry about because you are like a sister. So I'm like, I message you. I'm like, oh fuck. Liz. And you're like, it's all fine. But yes, it was a little crazy at the end and blah, blah, blah. So yeah. Uh, that's what I remember. Oh, God. And I will say the next year, like, okay, I don't know that we're ever going to do a drunk podcast again. I said, well, we didn't plan it. I mean, here's the deal. She has her own tequila line. She walked in. We had to be gracious hosts. We, oh my we God. had to partake. First of all, I can drink wine. I just, A, cannot mix and B, the tequila. I don't know how to fucking drink it like a, you were like not a so, proper person. Yeah. I poured goblets and drank goblets okay. where she would have like a tumbler and like a decent amount. So the next day when I saw the bottle, First of all, she gave me a bottle that I don't open because it was right. her, the honor line. It was the inaugural oh. launch and I will never open it. I love it. And then she brought another bottle and there was only like a little oh. bit left in the bottom. Well, and I go, did I? I go, Liz, first of all, my head, I go, Liz doesn't really drink, period. You don't. You're not a drinker. B, when she does drink, she only really drinks a certain, like a wine here and there, sip, spritzer. C, this is tequila. I'll guarantee she hardly had any. That brings me to me, Jessica, and Kate. Kate knows how to drink responsibly. She probably had, I'm going to say like two glasses max. Jessica, maybe, blah, blah, which leaves me. So I go, out of all of that tequila, I'm going to say I drank most of it. I can tell you this. You did walk out with, you know, literally a heavy pour equivalent to like a wine glass. Okay. <laughs> so, tequila, oh my God. And we brought the bottle out, which that was stupid. Big mistake. Big John, our mistake. producer is sitting over here and he can attest, this is another point where I just was like, oh dear God, I don't know if we wrap this up. I don't know what we do. John, did we wrap anything? Um, we... <laughs> 
We were finishing. Oh. There were okay. about 17 goodbyes. But John, John, the best part was I didn't even, I, I literally thought, my God, did she spill that glass of tequila? How is she done with no, it? No, she drank it. Right. Because then at a certain point, you pick up. I hiccuped. No, oh. forget the hiccup. Oh. You pick up the tequila bottle. This is why it's basically empty. And you poured another goblet size glass for yourself and john and i look at each other i think <laughs> jessica and kate and all of us john were you not shocked well it looked like you poured a glass of water and i was like but there is no water on the table what could it have been oh my god there's only tequila she she just poured another full goblet of tequila <laughs> goblet. we're like i mean i was like what is happening i go so hi you know and i'm trying to be like so Kate, El Chapo, when the, the, the FBI came. <laughs> Wait, so the next day I messaged Liz, John, I go, Liz, that my whole thing was, did we ever get to the raid? The whole reason I wanted Jessica on the show. I love Jessica Maldonado. She's like got a storied career with Univision. She's like an incredible reporter slash host. I said, oh my God, we've got to get her on because she was there the morning that they came and raided Kate's house. And then I don't remember if we got to the raid. So the next day I go, Oh my God, did we even get there? Did we? It's like, okay. you probably, ask, my favorite thing, and John. As I ask it the wait, same question over. Can I interject? <laughs> can I just interject here? May I interject? I said, first of all, I know in my lifetime if I've ever used that word that much. Now the F bombs at a certain point. I go, oh my God. I swear people will be like, what the hell happening? One of my favorite moments, you're like, Kate, Kate, just be quiet. <laughs> Let Jessica and I tell you your story. I mean, they were the best. They just went along with everything. They're like, and I'm looking across at you. And I know at this point, there's no stopping this tequila train. You're already irritated with me. I I love the fact that I'm like shutting Kate up now. It's her (laughs) Kate, shut the fuck up. All right. uh, Let Jessica and I tell you what your life story is about. No, also you're like, and what happened to me? What? What happened to who? You. You're like me. Yes. What about me? What, exactly. do you mean, what happened to me? Well, I did have some issues, but, yes. but not like her. Oh my God. No, I mean, it was just, and like, because as the viewer, I'm almost like, please watch the Netflix special before because you really might not know what the hell we're talking yeah. about. Yeah. It's on Netflix and it's called The Day I Met El Chapo. And you were in it as one of it's, the interviews. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's it's very in-depth on that story, what happened to her, her involvement with El Chapo. So um, I don't know. I don't know what to, that's the chicken and the egg. Do they listen to this first? Do they watch El Chapo on Netflix? Do they listen to Kate and Jessica on the podcast with you and me? I don't know. <laughs> How do you make sense of any of it? I have no advice at this point other than just, I, I mean... It we would, need to recap though. Yes. This needed to be done yes. because I literally messaged Liz the next day and I said, I don't recall anything past a certain point. Then these motherfuckers are out there taking pictures. Liz is like, they're like photo time. Cause we always do photos with the celebs. And then Liz is like photo. Uh-oh. Oh, you would not get up. <laughs> was I on this chair or was I on the couch? You're in your traditional chair, which is not a recliner chair. So I actually, don't, I was spread I actually, out. actually don't know how she was lying horizontal in it, but, and Kate and Jessica are so sweet. Like, okay, great. Let's take pictures. And you are looking <laughs> at me like you're going to kill me. And I'm like, well, we normally take a picture. And so, John, I think I had you, John. I go, go. Oh, God, this is awful. Proper gonna, up. Oh, wait, no, I'm going to pull back the curtain, people. I go, okay, so we're going to do. Proper we, up. Yeah, well, I go, proper up. But at the same time, we're going to take a photo. Put, put some sunglasses on her like weekend at Bernie's. Yeah, pretty much. I go, and we'll take the photos if we're in the middle of the podcast, like pre-conversation. 
oh hell no mrs authentic over there was like what the podcast is over <laughs> why are we do i go because we need a i can't fake anything no i really truly can't no so you were basically refusing so i said john just get the back of her head at this point because there's no there's no wait so you get me like this where i'm lying down there over there I'm like, yes you're basically lying horizontal. You are glaring at me. You will not look at me. And Kate, Jessica, and I are Shut acting up. like we're in mid-conversation about Toyota Grand Prix. And we're just ignoring you. You're making me pee. So I, I was like, even. I mean, I was like, and John, I'm like, I'm looking at you and you're like, John, did you get it? I'm like, okay, yeah, I think we've got the phone. <laughs> John, welcome to Liz's Hell for the past oh, how many years? Oh my! It's actually it's always my pleasure, and we've always had such a hell of a good time. And there's really, you know, oh, it was so much like, fun. I mean, it's and they love me. Like the next day, they're like, oh. "Amigo, we love you. It's all good." Da, 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 because they they know my intentions are incredible. But that day, I I'd, a I don't know how to drink. I don't know how to um, spread it out properly, like drink like a human. Where you guys are having a sip here and there, I'm like, "Oh, cheers!" Boop. I'm like all fucked up by the end of it, you know? Knowing how to do that. No, and also just like I said, mixing, going from wine to tequila was Well, Lauren Savannah had come in that day and she was part of the hashtag Me Too movement. Hadn't seen her in a long time. Mm -hmm. We used to work at Fox together. So I said afterwards, I have some food, love a glass of wine. Kate was running late. More wine turned into more wine. Yeah. Kate gets here with a bottle of tequila. We're like, next episode, let's go. Lawrence Yvonne's episode is so interesting, but yeah. Harvey Weinstein. You'd almost wish we could have taped, but those are really stories that shouldn't be shared publicly. What you guys were speaking about over charcuterie and cheese oh. and wine. Oh, yeah. And yeah, you guys, yeah. just for you guys really to catch yeah. up. So I understood why yeah. it was sort of rolling into that. And, you know, Kate came in with that bottle of tequila and like, we had to be good hosts, like I said. So. Well, it's Kate's fault. I mean, it if you want to blame anyone at this point, it's not <laughs> me and my goblets. It's obviously Kate's fault. I did uh, two days later see her on the red carpet. And by the way, it could have been the next day. Like she can drink her tequila, hold it, work out in the morning, look like a million bucks, hit the red carpet like nothing has happened to her. And um, they were on the red carpet for the um, bad boys. I don't know if you saw the pictures. <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, I don't know if we ever got through that bad boy story in any coherent way. Probably not. But it's pretty awesome. She's in the new bad boys movie. She looks incredible. I mean, she fought for that part. You were very supportive of it. I think we did get that across. But well, my whole thing was, you know, she called me and she's like, they're offering. And I was like, I don't care what they're offering. You're doing it because this is like a franchise that you cannot pay to get into. And if they're offering you it, like look at it as the stepping stone to something bigger. I don't know. I mean, is she worth more? Certainly in Latin American countries, she is. But here in America, we, we know how it is. They, you know, want to do what they do to cut costs and whatnot. My attitude was just take what you can get and the rest will come. Because I do believe she, you know, El Chapo put her on one level to the American people. Uh, they were interested in like, who is this woman? They were interested in Latin America was interested in knowing who I was because they said, who is this woman with her? Um, <laughs> and they wanted to, you know, immediately say discredit because they take ownership of their Latin American superstars, which I understand. But, uh, you know, quickly they learned that we were the real deal. Um, and I said, to her, you're going to embark on the biggest chapter of your life in America and just do it right. And in other words, I would say, take this picture. It's up to you, but right. I would totally take it. Well, yeah. And I think the Netflix special definitely brings yeah. 
in a more clear way what happened and how it happened and how Kate really did take the brunt of all of it as if, yeah. you know, she was the only one that went into the jungle to meet him, which was not true. So, right. I mean, there were two producers and Sean Penn and her. And, you know, for me, the aftermath of the fallout, I remember I was doing a shift then, I think three to six. And then every day after work, I would go to her house and just give her updates or bring her food, magazines, you know, her life at that point. She didn't know if the cartel was after her or if uh, the Mexican government was. And here she was in the middle, you know, just trying to be a truthful, honest woman. So it's it's it was a really horrific time. And the first time you met her, I don't know if we got this across any point. Toyota? No, at Goodale. Yes, we did. Well, I did talk about her coming on Goodale. So She's, she came on Goodale first. Yeah. To and promote, then really got to know her yeah. was the Toyota Grand Prix. Yeah. So she came on Goodale, I think, uh, to promote La Reina del Sur. Then her publicist said, oh, that's a woman you should get to know, meaning Kate should get to know me because... I was very supportive of her. I was talking about her poster when nobody even knew what it was. Mm. I'm sure Latin America did. I'm sure, you know, everyone here that's Latin, Latina, they knew it was on the side of every bus, but nobody else was really talking about it mainstream. So when she came on, I think she felt safe. And then two weeks later, fast forward, I'm at the uh, Toyota Grand Prix and there were only three women and she was one of them that was announced. And uh, she came right over to the table and we started talking, and then that was that. That was 12 years ago. I was surprised you did Toyota Grand Prix a second yeah, time. Yeah, me too. Because we did talk about it a little bit, but the first time you did it, that was surprising you were willing to do it, but you've always been kind of a car chick in some ways and a fast driver, and actually <laughs> good behind the wheel, confident, um, but you crashed. Okay. And I remember it being kind of a I big did. deal between you and your husband that you crashed. Like he was... Not happy? Not happy that you had risked your life. And it wasn't a serious car wreck, but... Well, he was very I, pushing yes. me, very much behind pushing me into doing it. And I did it. Um, I couldn't believe I got taken out on lap two. That freaks me out a little bit. Yeah. That it was, was so, quick. It was quick. That bummed me out. Adam Carolla, I think, won the first year. The second was Bill Fickner. The actor, he's been in everything. And back then, he was actually filming with Johnny Depp for Disney. So he would shoot during the day and also race. He won. I mean, here's a guy who's like shooting a, a I, major movie and doing... Yes. Yeah, no, he's been... I he's, love him. He was on so As good. the World Turns. What? Oh, yeah. He's awesome. Bill Fickner was? Yes. And he's been in every sort of like docu-series mini-series but always the bad guy he's always that smarmy son of a bitch <laughs> but not in real life yes. he's like yeah, the nicest yeah, yeah, guy yeah, in real life, life. <laughs> and so great. then how did you decide to do it the second time i said no in between one of the years oh okay yeah and i was like uh, i just don't know I, I love the camaraderie i love the people but I don't know, man. It's just... I mean, you go to like a driving camp. You're pretty isolated mm -hmm. and exactly. Like you don't know who else is going to be doing it. So you don't know if you're going to know anybody that's doing it with you, right? Yeah, yeah. I love Jessica said at one point, she was and my boyfriend, Brody Jenner, which we never made people understand. She was joking. <laughs> she was, oh, that's funny. <laughs> so Brody was there for the second camp, I think. Uh, the first one was like Brian Austin Green and... No, that was the second too. Anyway, there's just, they have actors, they have like musicians, they'll have print people, they'll have everybody. And so you meet this incredible group of people and it's all about that sort of camaraderie. Uh, Adam Carolla, who's won, I believe, four. Whoa. 
he's incredible. He doesn't really socialize. So we would go to the bar afterwards. We stayed in Long Beach at the hotel. We all got to know each other. We went out socially constantly. And one of the guys, all you car enthusiasts will know him, Rutledge Wood. Rutledge had this car show and I don't know that he still has it. It was on Fox. He is like a big car enthusiast guy and he loves NASCAR. And he's this like Southern big white boy with a long beard. And he would go at night in the hotel where like there were wedding receptions happening and they'd be playing Biggie and Tupac and KRS-One and you know, all these hardcore rap from back in the day, NWA and, and Eazy-E, and he would know word for word every single lyric. And Rutledge was one of those people that we became super close to. Adam Carolla was the opposite. He just, Adam did his own thing, didn't hang out with us. But he won like four of them. Because he was focused. Completely. <laughs> yeah. Adam is obsessed with cars. A real car aficionado. Oh my God. Oh. If you go to his podcast, which I have, it's in a garage like mine, but his is filled with high-tech cars that he's raced. All of his racing, like his Toyota racing suits are on the wall. Like I don't have mine up on the wall. I guess I should. should. I don't know. Were you married? This, <laughs> so we know your husband wasn't that thrilled with the first one because you crashed, which is understandable. No, the second one I crashed the first one I finished he pushed me to do it and I think it was because he loves cars motorcycles racing and celebrities yeah so you're around celebrities it's a good combo I guess (laughs) I was like I just fucking had a baby I'm my milk's coming out of my tits really I have to go put a a thing on this was right after Rocco I guess (laughs) isn't if I lose track of Time. I've completely lost track of everything. I think that's nature's way of protecting you. I really do. I do. They're like, don't remember this. Please don't remember this. Don't go back. Because it's horrific. I mean, that's... And that whole time with Kate was a whole other story. So like, yeah. fast forward, and I don't know even... I don't remember even talking about this about Kate, but Kate and I were coming back in the van. Did I tell this story? I may have. May have been fucked well, up. Well, start. About, maybe I'll okay. remember. So... We're at the uh, Toyota and you race for hours every day and you do this for weeks and weeks and weeks. So you learn how to race so that by the time you get to Long Beach and you do it out in Irwindale or Palmdale or something. So we were driving home one day, there was six, seven, eight of us in a van and her and I are shooting the shit. And she goes, yeah, you know, I got in a lot of controversy last year. I go, well, my whole career has been controversy. And she goes, no, you know, I, I had some tequila. There you go, it all comes back. <laughs> and I had tweeted out, something about you know she was already a huge star in mexico understand that so she goes who do you trust the devil in front of you or the devil in other words el chapo is the devil that presents himself as the devil the government presents themselves as sheep but they're really the devil right so her her attitude was and she wrote this sort of they called it a manifesto it's i call it drunk twitter so she says what she <laughs> wants to say and people go crazy and the next day her phone's lit up her publicist everybody's freaking out and uh i said i get it i i, I didn't know anything about mexico at that point i said I totally get it. Like I call people out for who they are. Like if you're a fucking bad person and you say you're a bad person or you do things, respect who that's who you are. The people that pretend they're amazing and they're doing the same things that these quote bad people are doing, you know, fuck you. You're, you're selling a false bill of goods. So my attitude was, oh yeah, no, I get that. And so that started and that was 10 years before her going into the jungle 
Yeah, I think we, Sean and we did get some version of that story out because <laughs> I remember saying it was like, version. oh, that was your Jerry Maguire moment. Like, you know, you just put it all out one night and then woke yeah, up the next morning and right. went, uh-oh. Yeah. And it's so funny, back then, Twitter probably was limited to the word count. Could you imagine? It was. It was not two. It was 140 and it was like... It's probably like 20 so tweets she wrote, in a row. Exactly. That's exactly right. Oh. It was tweet after tweet after tweet after tweet. And then wakes up to a shitstorm because, of course, everybody after that, including you know her, her people, her agents, her publicists, her lawyers, uh, her managers are saying, what the fuck is this? I loved it. Like I read the whole thing. I was like, we're already best friends. I love this. <laughs> I love it. And, uh, and, we, and we really became very, very close after that. Oh, it's very yeah. clear you two are, you know, <laughs> bonded very <laughs> deep. I love, they love each other. I miss the days of where both tweets, and I don't know if Instagram ever had a word count limit. You could be shorter. Because now sometimes you go on, it's like, show the thread, or you read ah! more and you click it. And you're show like, the thread. You're like, can you get concise? I mean, it's like, if I've got to like, Swipe my finger three times to read the... Uh, but you know what's uh, happening now is a lot of comedians, and I think it's kind of funny and I think it's very smart. They're doing like... So I went to the grocery store today, and I don't know if these are made-up stories or what, but then I got caught up in this thread, and I'm like, this is hilarious. <laughs> and then I think... And then I read afterwards, comedian slash writer, and I go, oh, okay, it's probably bullshit. I don't like getting sucked into the bullshit stories, but I do enjoy oh. it. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. And I mean, drunk twittering or drunk tweets oh, are still a thing fantastic. i mean i went to a movie night you know i ubered there and back and we got to talk about uber because ride sharing has completely changed how people drink so yeah, basically sure. get home and it was a screening of little women nothing gets you oh. hornier okay <laughs> so, <laughs> little women well maybe I, if you're a lesbian or a bunch of dudes i well, guess hello and earlier in the day i would clean out my drawers and i went to clean out my lingerie drawer and it really was one of those moments, I am not kidding you, there are cobwebs in my lingerie drawer. <laughs> I was like, wow, uh, I don't think I, because you, once you get- Wait, when you get, when you pull your stuff, like when you're cleaning it out, are you like, oh, the purple one? Oh, I remember yes. when Mark and I went to Cabo. Oh, that was so, oh, I remember the black one in Spain. Wait, Mark wasn't there. That doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm the same way. I see my drawer and I'm like, oh God, I remember. And yeah. you definitely think like, oh gosh, I need to wear these more often. But being married with kids and working, I mean, if you can just get it on, you're like accomplished. Do I really need to do all this effort? Yeah. So I thought, okay, you know, I, I should. There's cobwebs literally in this drawer. Oh my God. So I got home that night. I'm like, I should tweet out, you know, nothing makes you hornier than a screen of little women on the cobweb. <laughs> I'm going, okay, just stop. TMI, like, you know, but it's right there. It's but so it's funny. It is. So I do love it. But sometimes, you know, the read the thread and you go down, it's like one of 13. You're like, I mean, all right, do I have all this time in the world? But yeah, Kate did talk about her manifesto on the Twitter. Both you and Kate, I will say, are very straightforward, live in your truth women. Yeah. And that's one that's of why the- we're single. <laughs> <laughs> one of the reasons. Well, I hope that's not the reason. Gosh, men, I mean, mm. you'd be lucky to have someone. Wouldn't you rather have yeah. a woman that's honest than deceptive to me? Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah, exactly. So I think that's like wake up world. But I do have to say what came across sitting here with Kate and Jessica and their friendship and your friendship. What a warm, charismatic, 
person she is. Yeah, she's amazing. Oh, yeah. And she you can tell she has such strong convictions about things and she'll stand by them and no matter the consequences. So I was and super she, impressed by her. She doesn't just let anybody in. So, you know, when our friendship became what it was and I was all over the news in Latin America, I was like, I didn't understand it because I don't speak Spanish. And so they were You saying, did that night, the podcast. I mean, oh, did I? Well, there was some major <laughs> Spanish stories going on. I'm like, are they calling us lesbians? What's happening? And they're like, no, they're just saying who you are. You know, blah, blah. I, I didn't know. And so because she's a private person and doesn't let a lot of people in, she has very good friendships, but very few great friends. So, you know, you, it's just so nice to be part of any of that. Yeah. I mean, I think that came across. So don't worry about that. And they loved you in the end, even as it was like, yes, I don't think you said an official goodbye, but you said something. I don't remember. Oh, I'm sure I did. Fuck, I come on I've got a bad. Yeah, I think that, that might be a direct quote. Yeah, no. <laughs> I woke up at like 4 a.m. And I was like, oh, that was so much fun. Wait a minute. You know, you have those moments <gasps> like you're like, wait, I, oh my God, I don't recall saying goodbye to them. And then, yeah, it just became all of that. I've only had that a few times in my life, and I will say mixing alcohol and Oof. ride share has lent to it. Yeah. And Thank actually, God for it. But. And actually the the lack of carbohydrates that most people, you know, really don't, you know, you're not having a big submarine sandwich for lunch anymore. So we went out with uh, a group of couples. This is a little while ago. And um, I had the same experience where the next morning I woke up and I was like, oh my gosh, wait, what happened? what? And I reached the back of my head and I pull like a twig out of my hair. And I'm like, <laughs> what in the world? I look at the bottom of my feet and they're basically like dirt. And my husband goes, oh yeah. Oh yeah. And he goes, I took some photos because I don't think you would have believed oh, me. Oh my God. And it basically- That's why I love your husband because like my ex would have just like not talked to me for four days because of that. And I would have gotten the silent treatment. <laughs> so basically what happened is- we had a drink because you're in a ride share. We had gotten some big SUV. So there was three couples already in the SUV. We're going to go to meet another couple at this restaurant. We first go to a wine tasting room. So a vodka on the way there, wine tasting when we get there. Oh dear. Right. Already. Already. Then we finally get to the dinner. We're ordering more wine. Um, I remember at some point, some, it was a very loud restaurant, but for some reason, another table zeroed in on us and this guy tried to start a fight. Oh. And- that you, you do know about this about me. I'm totally cool as a cucumber unless you're going to fuck with my friends. Mm -hmm. And there's like men at the table. I'm the one that gets up and I'm like, get the fuck out of our faces. Go back to your effing table. How do you know who you're fucking with? <laughs> and my, all the guys are like, oh They're God. like, who are we fucking who are they yeah, fucking with? Who are we? I'm, yeah. So basically, you know, that's not really maintaining, but you know, I was standing upright through the entire dinner and then Until you fell in a ravine with twigs. Jillian, were you there? Okay, no. so basically what happens is... Shut up. So we all go to leave. So the girl's like, we're going to go to the bathroom first. We're going to go to the bathroom first. Well, I go in the bathroom and it is like, I don't know if I'm ever going to come out of this bathroom. Like, you know, so eventually it's like, all right, get out of the bathroom, get in the car. Well, remember, and I don't even know if this is true, but it probably is. If you're in an Uber or a Lyft and you throw up, supposedly the fee is going to be very expensive. Yes, because they have to shampoo the car and all that. Right. So that's in the back of your mind. And so we're driving through a canyon and I am in... You feel who sick? was the idiot that put me in like the third row back seat too? Oh, so I start to think... You're going to be sick? This might be going the wrong direction. So I'm like, I need to get out. I need fresh air. I need fresh air. So the SUV skids you know, to the side of the road. We get out 
And I think I did get sick. Like I don't remember, but I think I did get sick. And then I refused to get back in the car. I refused. Oh, you, it was like, oh, the, you pulled a Jillian. Yes. I refused to get back into oh, the car. How dare you? To the point where <laughs> this, I do not remember, but this isn't what you all in California. There's some canyons that cut through. Were from you in Laurel or were you? Mulholland. Cold, ma- oh my God. At like about 1230. A lot at, of twigs. Right. So our friends, canyons. somehow, you know, just like you, I was very loud and convincing. So our friends in the SUV left us there, Mark and I, by the side of the road. What? Yes. Now, I still go like, how did they leave? How did they think we were going to get home? <laughs> so I don't even know that there's service there to get an Uber. And Mark is like, I'm just trying to keep you from rolling down the hill into a ravine. And he somehow, you know... God bless him for coming with you and being a good husband. Remember That's that awesome. Remember movie Black Sheep where Chris yes. Farley's trying yes. to find the sick Yes. Marcos, I was Chris Farley like, one bar, one bar. So he called his sister and he's like, just drive to the middle of Mulholland Canyon. And, and I guess another car pulled over because I must look like a dead body on the side of the road. <laughs> and he's like, no... It's fine. This Here's is my your, wife. This is my wife. And then they're like, oh God, I, they might've checked IDs. I don't even know. So my sister-in-law shows up. She's the greatest Didi. And, you know, she's just like, oh God, what happened? And we get in the car. They take us home. That You know, somehow I got into bed. You know, there was no Twigs wa- and all. And the next morning <laughs> I go, oh my gosh, I'm so mortified. That's so embarrassing to these other couples. And I go, how'd they leave us on the side of the road? I mean, we couldn't even walk home. I mean, you're in the middle. So you remember that? No, but oh. Mark had pictures of me lying on the side of the road. Ah. So I said, I've got to call and apologize to these couples. So I called oh the God. first woman and she's like, oh gosh, don't worry. I mean, by the time I got home, I was a wreck. She's like, I can't believe we left you either. I'm so sorry. We were, you know, yeah. when you take a ride share, it's like you kind of lose all inhibitions. Wait, a ride share is it's like, Uber or Lyft or whatever. Oh, I thought you were like with people you did. Yeah. No, no, no. So then I go, let's just say her name was Lisa. I go, do you have Lisa's phone number? I need to call her and apologize to you. She goes, oh yeah, here it is. No worries. So I call up and I go, hi, Lisa, it's Liz. I just got to apologize for last night. I don't really know what happened. It's just so embarrassing. You know, I don't blame you for leaving me on the side of the road. And, you know, and she goes, who is this? <laughs> and I go, Liz Roman. She goes, you're calling the wrong Lisa, but it sounds like a hell of a good time. I go, oh my God. I was just like, I do not need anybody else knowing what happened. Oh my God, that's so, so awesome. So all I can say is that, yeah, I mean, we've all had our nights where, and I also think as women, there are certain times of the month that something might happen that alcohol reacts to you even well, a little more so than normal. Those months might be behind me now with my cancer meds. So I don't know if I have in that as, <laughs> as an excuse, but yeah, you wake up and you're like, um, oh shit. It's just that oh shit moment. Like what the fuck? Oh, and then you can't remember it clearly. And that's why as you get older, you're like, I don't really want to have those. They're not that fun the next day. So yeah, for the most part, I, you know, don't mix alcohol. I don't drink as much as I used to. They're the worst. The worst. No, no. no. But you know, we, I'm not saying it will never happen on a podcast again, but it will probably be very rare and it will be planned. Not like, yeah, that, that was too much to do two in a day and then drink in between. That's yeah. just like a no, no. That wasn't um, good planning on our part. Horrible planning. Horrible. <laughs> but hopefully we've made some sense <laughs> for people who listen to it and go, what the hell did I just hear? I still don't know if we did. <laughs> I've listened to podcasts and um, one of the ones that I just listened to that was just 
fascinating to me. Somebody sent me Joe Rogan, because how uh, not Howard Stern, Bill Maher, whom I love, was on uh, Joe Rogan. And it got me into the Joe Rogan world. And then I started, and I listened to him with Elon Musk, where they smoked oh. a pot. They smoked some pot. And they get really fucked up. And well, I don't know that Joe does. I think Joe might be immune. I don't know. But there's Elon Musk. And I'm like, what? So I don't know how people do that imbibing and getting that fucked up while working. Because to me, but was it a great podcast? Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, so you just don't know. All right, so this would be a, a regular thing that we do then. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we gotta sm start smoking, I guess, pot. No, that's not my thing. I, I, I don't know from that. Wine is my thing. I like to sip wine. I like to engage. I like to socialize. Tequila is a whole other animal. Pot is not your thing, is it? It's just not for me. It's just not my thing. Not for me. And now it's become so popular too. Well, and it's legal, so it's a whole different animal here. Now, when I was on chemo, Everyone said, and I said, I, don't, I can't smoke it. I can't stand the smell of the smoke. But uh, they said you can do edibles and you could do CBD. Mm -hmm. So I did that because what happens with cancer is that your mind doesn't stop. And so you start thinking the worst of everything and uh, it slows your mind down. It just puts you into the now as opposed to what if, what if, what could, oh my God, down the road, um, I'll be dead. What's going to happen to the, oh. you just start thinking horrible thoughts and People out there with cancer, you guys know this. So what CBD oil did was just slow me the fuck down. Slowed my thoughts down, made me present. There is the kind that can get you high with the THC. And then there's the other one that's made of hemp that does not get you high. You know, it's a whole other world out there of that stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean yeah. Now, and, and, and as soon as my cancer treatment was done, I was like, okay, cool. Anyway, you live and learn. And, and that brings it back to Kate uh, and her friends. They've been such a great supportive group of women that are strong and independent and uh, just want to lift each other up. Isn't just that amazing. nice? Yeah. 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 have that community. And that's why, you know, in the end, it was still a very fun night. There was no judgment. You know, it no. happens to the best of us. Well, even the next day, they're like, all they kept saying was, and both of them separately, like independently of each other, like, we love you, Amiga. You are like the best Amiga ever. We love you. We trust you. <laughs> like, here's Kate, you know, she had no publicist with her. Mm -mm. She, she, she didn't give a fuck. She knows that we're going to put out what we're going to put out. And it is what it is. And she knows I'll never, ever do anything to hurt her or fuck her up or, you know, how some of the media does. And, and Jessica knows this. But uh, for them to be supportive of me, that's why I was like, oh, I must have been really fucked up. <laughs> Because they were like, Amiga, we love you. And I'm like, yeah, I know you guys love me, but what the fuck? I'm like, yeah, I get that. We all love each other. I but know. But what happened? But what happened? Like, I'm like, we have 12 years of great friendship and we all know we love each other. Um, did I pass out on you? Like, did I fall asleep on the floor? Did I uh, like get naked? Like, what are we talking about? You know, Yes, like, yes, and no. Okay. No nakedness. Ah! Remember remember the uh, Will uh, Ferrell movie where he's so fucked up? I think it's old school and he's running down the street well, naked. Well, I will say this. If it had been a warmer evening, <laughs> if that pool had been heated, I don't know what would have happened. It was cold. So, Thank God. Yeah, I mean, I spared all of us streaking down oh, to Ventura Boulevard. Thank God. <laughs> Actually, I was running to Solaluna <laughs> to make an appearance. Yeah. Uh, right. It was bad. Well, it was bad, but as always, it's kind of a good time. Lots of laughs came out of it. Yes. So. Yes. As always. Yes. Well, another great episode. So this is kind of like our, what did you call it? The recap. The recap. Yeah. I like the recap. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's sort of a recap of what went down. If you listen to the Kate Del Castillo episode with Jessica Maldonado and Lizzie and myself, because 
it might be a little like, hmm, things went south. Now you know why. It's called Honor Tequila. And that's where everything went. And it is delicious. Oh my God, it's so good. <laughs> Apparently too delicious. Yes. A little too smooth for women like me. <laughs> well, and recap, out. 